because we're on this side of the board. Well, man. that's true. That's true, man. <laughs> um, wait a minute. There we go. Oh. Well, as the funk gets started, so does the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat with Evan and Aaron here. We are um, coming to you live on a Wednesday night. This is our shorter podcast. Um, so we're just going to do a quick hit of uh, a few things, um, and um, Chelsea lost, and that's all I want to say. Well, I'm afraid we're going <laughs> to have to dive in just a little deeper than no, that. Oh my god, um, man! Yeah, um, uh, that was. Mm. Let's just jump right in. I think um, it really wasn't, and there's there's a reason why I wrote, uh, you know, our our little intro or uh, yeah. blurb there the way I did because mm-hmm. you know we talk about performances and we talk about results and you know you can have good performances and bad results you know bad performances and good results right and a lot of that depends on the context of the competition you're in mm-hmm. and you know ultimately you want to have both um, but there's a lot of times that you know there's something to be said over the course of a season playing poorly and still figuring out how to win a game right. you know and they say right. that's, that's what right. champions do but in knockout competitions, um, it's it's uh, you know Im- imperative uh, mm-hmm. that you do that because mm-hmm. you know over the course of a season you can put in a good performance and not get the result and it won't hurt you as long as you don't make a habit of that. Right. right. I think today's game exposed Chelsea's inability to really fully take oh. advantage of goal scoring opportunities. They didn't play poorly, um, aside from the third goal. Oh my which was just a self-inflicted wound. Yeah. Um, the first two goals were a result of really, really good attacking play Yes. Uh, from a team that, you know, has not really played all that great lately. But I go back to my point, you know, they took advantage of their goal-scoring opportunities. And let's mm-hmm. face it, Madrid could have maybe had a few more goals. Benzema maybe could have had, yeah. uh, you know, four or five. He missed one, I think, toward the end of the first yeah, half. Yeah, you should have had That he really, one. really should have had. Should have had another one. Um, I thought Havertz was a bright spot. Uh, he was constantly causing problems. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was, I would say, not a pedestrian performance from Chelsea. But, um, you know, they, they're, mm. they're not taking advantage of their opportunities, and it really demonstrates the need for a pure out-and-out striker for this club. Right. I, I'm, I am not ready to, obviously, jump ship yet. No. Um, if you'd have asked me that on Saturday... Uh, you know, that, those are hard that, ones that, to watch. That was that was bad, man. Yeah. Um, this one interesting. Uh, Kareem Benzema, and I pronounce it wrong, but that Southern Ohio. Um, he's he's incredible. Yeah, he um, is. yeah. He is. You know, this is this is part of the reason why no one wants to you know no one wants to face France um, with all this talent that they have um, coming you know coming into the team for the mm-hmm. World Cup. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that um, probably next Wednesday, uh, but. This performance today, man, um, is is this is this truly the beginning of the end? I think that I think that when what you saw with Brentford, what you saw today, mm-hmm. I, I think there's stuff that we don't know. Um, I think mm-hmm. the, the, the mm-hmm. players, uh, quite frankly, you don't go from winning games like they have been winning games, gritting it out, toughing it out, mm-hmm. really trying. You know, you don't go from that. To 
four one Brentford, three one you know Real. I'm, right. And once again, I, I'm not taking anything away from uh, Real's performance today. They they they, mm. they played well. They deserved to win this game today. We had so many different. We had so many options or not options, but we had so many opportunities to score mm. today. Mm. Uh, we did not take advantage of that. Uh, although I will say, um, there were there were a few shots. Uh, that 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 were really really nice mm-hmm. and, and and you know Reese James had a really beautiful shot that Courtois I mean it was Courtois I mean yeah. he he did his thing today um, but is it is it a performance to where you know you is it a three three bell fire alarm I don't think so but boy it's it's getting close man it's getting close I I think that you've you've reached the point of this competition that has been illustrated consistently throughout their other competition in the Premier League, and that is Chelsea are a very good football club. Yeah. yeah. But they are not they're not on the same level as your cities, your Liverpools, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. Madrids at this mm-hmm. point. Um, right. you know, th- this time last year I think they were converting more of those goal scoring opportunities. Oh, I'd agree. Um, I, I told you and, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I it's largely the same group of people. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think, I don't think they're compromising their play because of Lukaku. Uh, I think they're still creating opportunities. Boy, and, he had an opportunity today, boy. But, I tell you. but there's the difference. I mean, Real Madrid manufactured their opportunities, and the guy on the end of it was Kareem Benzema. You guys manufactured opportunities, and Kai Havertz Kai got one. looked the most deadly. I mean, he he had multiple opportunities. Yeah. Um, I think he had one uh, that. I think on another day might have gone in, and I think perhaps was was deflected right as he was taking the shot because he broke into the box nicely. Mount had a couple of good shots, but boy, I tell you what, someone else who's in a drought, Mason Mount. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. they're just not. You're right. They're the the attacks are not getting through. They're mm-hmm. not getting yeah. through. Yeah, and then because of that, it it leaves you exposed. And you know, again, I wouldn't really say anybody was at fault for the first two goals. They just move. Right. They move the ball really nicely, right. and those are two very, very good controlled headed finishes. Oh, uh, I mean, the, the yeah. first is a bullet for a guy who's just finding spot, and then the second one is you know maybe you can blame a little bit of you know how easy that ball got played uh, in, and maybe yeah, maybe yeah, you try okay. to bump him a little okay. more. Yeah, but but maybe he's, he's moving to his right. And he he's is doing everything well, that he and that ben, you should do. And Benzema reads him. I mean, yeah. Benzema just looks yeah. at him and, and beats him it, it, this is what happens you know it, the it's one on one right and, and benzema <laughs> uh, man i wish i could head like that that's never been my forte um but you know it's it's there's the difference at this yeah. level is you know yeah. these are two heavyweights and one of them's got a, a stronger punch you, you know? know i i thought about this today as i was you know was following you over here and driving over i was like you know who who does what now like, like, what does you know? How, how do you, as either Thomas Tuchel, um, you know, uh, Cesar Aspilicueta, Dave, thank you, um, uh, you know, or or maybe even you know Tiago Silva, who 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 steps up, who speaks to this locker room? I, I I feel like, I feel like it's 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 got to be it's it, it's it's got to be it's got to be the manager. It's got to be the manager to to, to mm. continue to push these guys, you know, and say, "Hey, look, we, we Tuchel can do this. He can do it." But I think that he's he needs some some player help in getting guys to yeah. fly back in. Yeah, and 
I am beginning to think you're you're getting dangerously close to running out a few players. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Athpelaqueta is probably the heartbeat of this team. Yeah. Um, he, and he's captain and he's he's been a great leader for this club, but he's kind of reaching that Roy Keane phase of mm. your or Roy Kent at that uh, <laughs> of, of where the performances just really don't quite live up to it. And yeah. Yeah. when you're struggling as, as a player, no matter how much you're trying to lead, everybody else looks at that. It's, mm-hmm. it's why Maguire's struggling as a captain sure. right now. And I'm not in any way suggesting Dave is in no, that no, kind no, of no. form. Right, right. But I do think you have got to, Chelsea's got to be looking at the future and who's, who's, who's a leader out there yeah. who, and who's a natural leader. You know, who's somebody who just by default, look, Bruno doesn't wear the captain's armband for Manchester United, but you watch that guy and he's talking to everybody oh, yeah. and he's g everybody up. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I don't see who that is. There, there's a lot of quiet characters in that mm-hmm. Chelsea team, Lukaku, mm-hmm. Havertz, Werner, Mount, yeah. Pulisic. These are not, I mean. They're not the, they're Pul- not the chippy ones. Pulisic can get hype, but he, but he, it seems to be more in a red, white, and blue jersey, yes. and I understand that. Chelsea's yeah. got a different kind of role to play. Sure. Um, and he's, you know, he's still maturing, but I'm not seeing that guy. I'm not seeing, no. you know, the, the, the player. N'Golo Conte is just a quiet, go-about-business dude. Yep. And I think... In in the trenches where you are right now, I mean, look. Let's face it. If you don't get a win at the bridge next week, and not just it's, a win, but you you actually have to pull off a pretty solid performance and get several goals, your season is effectively over. Yeah. Well, um, and the problem mentally is if you turn around at South and, and play Southampton this weekend and pull a Brentford. And let's face it, Southampton's oh been steadily God. improving. Yeah. So, they, you know, draw. you, you draw you, last time they were out. You're at Southampton and then got to go to Real Madrid to get a result. The problem is, I hate to say collapse, but definitely malaise could be setting in at this club. Well, you know? And then all of a sudden you're finding yourself going, oh shit, fourth place real descent. Yeah. No, 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 no. And that's the thing. I, I, I think that, oh man, I do. I, I, I'm with you. I hate to, say it but i think collapse is a decent word to start Mm. using um i it feels weird i don't know as a as a chelsea fan it just it feels weird aaron well i know what i mean i I I think the the winds that are swirling outside the club right now probably add to that you know you you wouldn't feel this way if you were like you know what Roman's going to do what Roman does, and he's going to reinvest in this team, and it's not a problem. Just right. get get him a Tuchel. Your job is to get him across that third-place finish line. Yep. Try to pull a rabbit out of the hat next week if you can, but let's face it. The focus now is solidify third place, Yeah, right? And yeah. then you can say, hey, who who's really committed here? Is is is, is Bayern Munich fluttering their eyes at Kai Havertz? Is that going to – I mean, look, if, if there's question marks and you're Kai Havertz and Bayern Munich comes looking for you – it's hard to say no uh, to that. You not, yeah, you know, exactly. it's, it's like when Real Madrid or Barcelona come for these guys. I, I don't. I'm not mad at them no. if they can't see a future that's being built. And I wouldn't have said this even four months ago at Chelsea. United have been in the struggle for a long time. I'm quite familiar with it. Sure. But I wouldn't have said anything like this about Chelsea a few months ago. But with the political shit going on, man, with um, just what appears to be a bit of a late season kind of a mm, mm-hmm. vibe going on. It's going to take locker room yeah. to get through. Yeah. So, Boy, I um, wish this stuff happened in January instead of April. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's like, right. man, this is just the 
most inopportune time to do this. Yeah. Um, as I think you mentioned, Aaron, uh, Chelsea has Southampton. Uh, they're away at Southampton. Yeah. Uh, they have Real on Tuesday, and then we're uh, back at the bridge against Palace. <laughs> I mean, we... we a, London, is, a London derby against the club that right now is that Vieira has hot, flying high. Look hot. what they did to Arsenal the win, other day. Win, draw, win, win. Last five matches. Yeah. I, and, I just, and, that, and and did you watch that last one? Because that was them taking Arsenal behind the woodshed. Oh man, that was that was uh, from a Man U perspective, that was fun to watch. Oh, and by the way, the one draw that they had, Man City. Well, but see that that kind of shows, you know. I mean, Damn. it can happen. Yep. So there's something to continue to fight for. Yep, yep. So let's make that transition with the uh, the halftime shot. Um, halftime. Yeah, halftime. There you go. Uh, and I'm just going to say uh, big, big congrats to the U.S. getting qualified, getting into their group, and that's what we're going to jump into now. So, Slanty. USA. 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 So, we're going to uh, dedicate some time in the next probably a uh, few shows uh, to mm -hmm. get through it and do a little bit of a dive on each group. And, uh, of course, we're going to start with Group B because that's where Just the baby good. eagles of the United States men's national team are residing. Do we have an eagle sound or anything uh, like that? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That was really good. You know eagle. Oh. oh. That, that's for you. Oh, right there. Thanks. You, I see, appreciate that. See, that's what happens when Ed McMahon messes with the soundboard. It just <laughs> doesn't work. doesn't work. Well, all right, then. Yep. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, England was pot one, group B. Uh, yeah, United States, pot two, group B. Um, no, pot, pot three. No, we were pot two, I believe. I think so. No, 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 that's the order they got drawn. Oh. Yeah. All the ones got bad. first, and then it just got scrambled around. My so, bad. I believe USA was pot two. Um, that's what the, they get for taking pictures when Idris Elba was on. Right. There, so. Uh, and then the European playoff spot, which is very convoluted, is the mm. pot three and the Islamic Republic of Iran pot four. So um, obviously, um, you know, I think the first thing to talk about is just the goofiness of, of you know, what's going on in the world. Mm. Scotland and Ukraine should have already played a match. And then the winner of that should have played Wales. Um, and that has not taken place. And that game may not take place, you know. Um, it would be unfortunate because I think the story oh, think <laughs> of Ukraine oh managing to, to get through and qualify for the World Cup. And, of course, it would be really difficult to play them in that match because right. you're like, but, you know, then uh, I believe somebody referred to it as the uh, U UN Security Council group um, <laughs> <laughs> if, if Ukraine was in there. So, um, but, uh, oh, you know, man. I think you, you've, you've, in my opinion, I think Wales is the strongest of those three teams. Uh, and I mm -hmm. think they have an iconic player in mm -hmm. Gareth Bale who's probably getting to the point where he's viewing this as his last hurrah, so yeah. he's going to want to go big. So I'm putting Wales in that spot. Okay. Um, okay. Do you First off, do you have any thoughts on that? No. I mean, Bale, I mean, is the guy. When you think of Wales, you think, well, I just made a rhyme. When you think of Wales, mm -hmm. you think of Bale. Mm -hmm. um, in golf. There you go. And also, um, he got in today. He was a super sub. Today. He was, um, yeah. The match played solid. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Wales, as much as I love Scotland, absolutely love Scotland, 
Um, the people are wonderful. Um, as much as I would love to see the story of Ukraine, mm-hmm. um, I, I just don't think they can match the firepower. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. so. I, I can't even imagine how Ukraine is prepping right now, um, attempting to play, although, or even how you'd focus. Although, um, these guys, man, the, hey, we thought this war would be over in three days, man. Well, we did. We did. Um, I'm I'm just hoping, you know, half the Ukrainian football team doesn't yeah. have to, you know, get yeah. conscripted here. So, exactly. Um, so, you know, consensus, let's put them there. So, mm-hmm. here's how the games will unfold. Uh, the U.S. will play their first game against that particular team. Um, I, you know, people are talking about how, you know, this being delayed a little bit makes it difficult to prepare. Look, historically, you just choose a team from a similar region that you think is going to play somewhat like that team. Mm-hmm. It, it's never like for like anyway. You're just saying, hey, give me something that right. sort of, right. you know, equals that. So there's no reason you can't just go ahead and get Ireland, North Ireland on the phone. Um, yep. you know, one of the Eastern European countries that hasn't qualified on the phone and say, look, let's go ahead and schedule these matches. It'll be good for us to play anyway and get prep because ultimately the United States just need to focus on yeah. their best starting 11. Do you think if they do that, that also preps them a little bit for the England match as well? Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent. And, and you know, we can bop on to, to that because I think the I mean, the, if the U.S. is playing Wales, then the focus really, truly has to be on how the U.S. plays its own game. I don't think yes. you really want to get caught up in, in the no. opposing team tactics. No. The, the England match is one where you're going to have to lend them a certain level of respect and, and right. acknowledge exactly how England's going to play and how to counter that to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Um, I, I think, man, this is just my take on it. I think that um, this is going to sound weird. I think the U.S. needs the USA needs to be. Uh, it needs to be brash. It needs to mm. go all mm-hmm. out. I mean, you know what? If we, we don't want to, we don't want to leave. If we don't make it out of the group stage, we don't want to leave the group stage saying that, oh, damn, we should have done this. Or we should right. Have, we should leave it all out on the field. Yeah. I don't think we have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to. I think this is a, a going to set us up for a nice long run of qualifying mm-hmm. for the next World Cup. Well, we don't have to qualify for the well, next yeah, World Cup, so that's nice. Yes, yeah, so that's nice. But but I think that it, it sets us up. So I think that we go in, we play, you know, all out. We we do everything we need to do, and I think that that first match, and, and like you said, I'm going to call it for Wales. It doesn't mean that hey, whatever. But whoever's in that spot, mm-hmm. I think that that first match. We have to play our game. Yeah, we you got to set, set the, the tempo. Yep. The, you know, we have to come in and say, look, okay, you guys, congrats, you made it. Yeah. But, hey, look, we are, in in our minds, we're going to play as if we are the best team in this group. Yeah. And so you're going to play our game. Yeah, for sure. And you're right. When we go play England, then we say, well, we very well could be the second best team in this group, mm-hmm. but we're going to play our ass yeah. off. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna frustrate you. Yeah. And we're going to make sure that you know that we're here. Yeah, and the thing about England is that they they are going to be a pre pre tournament favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, they will be expected to to win this group, and as the World Cup approaches, their you know the hubris that they're showing right now, um, the English press will turn on them, and the pressure oh, will wow. mount. Wow! And they you know anything that is seen as you know less than a hundred is going to get called out, and they carry a pressure that a lot of teams do not and and it just is what it is that's interesting and because I mean, of that you can maybe 
get at them a get little bit. Head. Yeah, get in their head a little bit. There's already been a little bit of trash talking, a little bit of banner. That's fine. Yankee doodle yeah. dandy, all that jazz. <laughs> um, but the two times we've played each other at the World Cup really hasn't gone your way, England. So that's right. Um, you know, I, I think a, a really good, solid performance against Wales, a, a, a scoring draw or a win is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, a definite, you know, I, I'm look, w- try to win against England, but obviously manage the game Absolutely. to get a draw out of that. And then go into the Iran game, believing a, a victory here yeah. is, is possible and likely not, not looking past in Iran, um, not downplaying them, but they are pot for, they don't really have that many guys playing at a high level, um, for big clubs. Yeah. Whereas for a change, I mean, you look at the U S men's national team and we've got guys not just on the roster. We've got guys starting at big clubs. We got, we, you know, most of this roster gets good time for their clubs mm-hmm. in Europe. And this, you know, the U S based guys are definitely starting from their MLS, MLS sides. Oh yeah. But you think about Weston McKinney, you think about Christian Pulisic, Tyler Reina. Adams, Eunice Musa, Giovanni Reyna, these guys are playing for Champions League level clubs, yeah. and they're scoring goals and contributing. I mean, before his injury, Weston McKinney was a favorite. They were loving that guy at mm-hmm. Juventus, and I was loving his performances for Juventus and how that was translating to the U.S. national team. So we get him back healthy. We get that midfield solidified. I think we got to focus on who's going to score the goals. We yeah. got to we got to yeah. find that guy yeah. who's going to be able to consistently put the ball in the back of the net. Is it Jesus? Is it Pfock? Is it um, uh, Pepe? Is it you know Aronson? Is it um, Sergeant? Is it you know somebody we don't know of yet mm-hmm. that that we need to you know identify? Maybe somebody has a killer MLS season, mm-hmm. and we ride that wave. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, it it it's about getting hot at the right time. And I look at this group and I see a pathway out. This is not a group of death to me. Yeah, it, no, no, it no, no, is. No. Not by you know, any we, means. We, we we've we've got a European matchup of some sort. We got England for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, the rematch of the great Satan debate of 1998. <laughs> it was, they called it the great Satan the matchup. Great and Satan look, matchup. we looked past Iran and had a terrible 98 world cup and they beat us. So, you know, there's a certain amount of, uh, you know, making up for that True. And, and looking back and, and saying, we, we, we got your back, Alexi Lawless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who didn't I think I think who got benched for that game. Oh wow. Um and that you know that was the whole uh you know John Hark's captain for life sleeping with people's wives debacle. Yeah. So um you know it never works out. Asked Wayne Bridge. Yeah, there you go. So ladies and gentlemen, there it is. There's our first take. Um we will do more of an in-depth dive, but there is definitely uh a couple of paths out of this group. I think so. US. I think so. Um yeah. you know, I, look between now and then, if we solidify a 15-man rotation, mm-hmm. which, you know, bear with me, but if we identify the strongest 11 and then here are the guys that are, you know, here's how we changed up. Here's the three to five guys we utilize consistently to make this work. And then there's a few, few wild cards, few guys that are just playing well mm-hmm. come World Cup time. Mm-hmm. I'm... I would hope Greg Berthalter is getting these guys in the mindset of win the damn group. Yeah. Because we'll go into it in depth probably next week with uh, group A with, oh, yeah. with group A. Um, but oh, man. Uh, again, what a place to not, be. not looking past anybody, but mm. if, 
if you if if as the pundits say if england finished first and the u.s finished second then you're most likely looking at netherlands, netherlands. um and again, winnable game. I'm not saying it isn't, but you always want to put yourself in the best chance. So win Group B. You know, go out, go out, go out and beat Wales Play or whoever. Well. Go out and get a point against England mm-hmm. and go win against Iran. That's seven points. Okay. Yeah. Now England's got a match here. Do better. Yep. Okay. And they've Absolutely. they've got a draw as well. And let's face it. They've had some group issues in and the if past. England, if England so, plays Wales, I mean, there's a whole nother level. There's of, your Battle of Britain, I mean, folks. Oh, my goodness. Wales or Scotland. Yeah, I mean, right. Look, they did beat Scotland. I th- Well, no, they didn't. That was a draw at the Euro. Oh. I'm pretty sure that was a nil-nil draw. I think it was a well-played nil-nil draw uh, between England and Scotland at the Euro. Where's our intern? So, right. Um, so, I think we're looking at an anything's possible here group because – if England aren't as strong as they should be, given their roster, then they're, you know, these are winnable games. Um, and you you roll the dice from that point forward. It's, it's, it's you know, it's March Madness. It's a knockout tournament. You, you just take the next game as it comes. Just do it. Netherlands you are, are, are correct, strong. My Thank friend. you. Nil, nil. Netherlands are strong, uh, no question. Uh, but they're also not the team that went to the you know World Cup final in 2010. Right. Um, there's a lot of different faces in there, mm-hmm. and um, you know. It, wow, that's th- crazy. Then if you don't, you know, then if you win the group, you, I think you're probably looking at Senegal or Ecuador. I don't think Qatar's getting out of the group. Um, even with all their what Nigerian transplants, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, look, prepare your team, be the best version of yourself that you can be as you approach that tournament. Mm-hmm. Anybody can win it. I would say, you know what, you are absolutely right, my friend. Um, hey, uh, by the way, we need to go watch uh, you know Italy's um, game tapes when they played. England and the Euros and see if we can copy anything because, you know, we, we can't depend on Italy to do anything. Well, they're not going to help them. <laughs> knock, they're not going to help us knock them out. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. But uh, that game, if I remember correctly, was kind of a war of attrition. Oh, I mean, it was. What, England scored first, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think it took a while, and then Italy scored very, very late. late and, then and then penalties. The penalties. So, um, you know, maybe get at England early. And put them at a you know in a position to sure. have to you know battle back, do what we've done to Portugal and Ghana a couple times. So, mm-hmm. yep. Anyway, folks, uh, that's our take on Group B for the Baby Eagles. Um, we hope you like it. Uh, catch us on. I'm going to be posting this on multiple platforms. So if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if it's on Anchor or Spotify. Do whatever is the equivalent of thumbs up and subscribing there. And uh, this will probably make it to the gram as well. So there you go. Uh, do you tickle people on the Instagram? I don't even I know have anymore. No idea. I'm so, gonna hit this man. We're gonna go out. We're with gonna a little bit ride out, right out with the know. beat. All right. Yeah. So I like it. Tune in next Wednesday. Next Wednesday for a full show. For a full show, bigger dive. I think we'll probably get through Group A and Group C next week, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we'll definitely be talking about how Man U performed against Everton and how Chelsea did away to Southampton. So, folks, love you. Hashtag Sege.